Hello and welcome to today's episode of Camp CJ. This is our very first episode of 2024. It feels so good to be here recording this episode. The past three years have been a roller coaster for me. As as I say this, it's hard to actually believe that it has been three years since things kind of went on the rails for me. And um, yeah. I dealt with a very serious uh, side effect resulting from the COVID vaccine in the second half of 2021. Then I got pregnant and had a baby in 2022. I then took a year off to focus on being a full-time mom to my three boys. And a few months into that, I lost my dad. And it's almost a year now uh, since I lost my dad. So we had to go to Nigeria for that funeral. And yeah, so it's been a very eventful uh, few years. But uh, now I'm back. I feel like things have kind of settled down. Baby is 15 months old. I'm back to working full time now. I'm actually working at a job that gives me fulfillment and makes a difference in, in people's lives. So I'm in a pretty good place with that. Things with the family are going really well. And um, yeah, I'm just really thankful. We still have our struggles, but, you know, by and large, things are going well. And I'm very thankful. So, yeah, now I think, okay, we're kind of caught up on what's been going on with me and where I've been. So let's just dive into the episode. I'm hoping, again, I don't want to make any promises because life happens. And as I've said before, this is like a pet project of mine. So it's unfortunate. But when life kind of, uh, when life gets overwhelming or really busy, this is one of the first things to suffer. So I'm going to try my best this year to get back on the wagon and keep it going, bringing two episodes a month and yeah, so I'm going to I'm going to do my best. Again, no promises. Thank you so much for your patience, guys. I'm so thankful that I still have people who go back and listen to previous episodes and who remind me like, "Oh, I would really love to hear you again." But they don't pressure me because they know that I'm, you know, my life is just really full. Uh, or has been pretty full the last few uh, last couple of years. So, I'm so thankful to have the friends and family and, you know, people I have in my life who are very supportive as well as understanding. Especially my partner, shout out to him. He nudges me every now and then. I think he nudges me the most because like, you should really get back to your podcast. You should get back to podcast and make the time. I'll take your time, you know, tell me what you need. I'll give you. He's been amazing. It's just, it's just me, you know, when you haven't, when you get off a routine, trying to get back into it can be really difficult. So uh, I'm here recording today. I, I took the day off work and I thought, you know, this is one of the things I'm going to do today. I'm going to accomplish this and yeah, get it done. So here we are. I really struggled with what my first ep- episode back would be. And I kind of decided on this one. Let me know what you think. I'm excited to hear your thoughts. 
If you haven't subscribed, please hit the subscribe button so that you know when I release a new episode, you get an update. And uh, if you haven't, if this is your first time listening, welcome. I have a few episodes out already, so I hope you go and catch up on those ones. And uh, yeah, do subscribe. My email address is camcj, so K-A-M-S-I-J-E at gmail.com. And I'm always excited to hear from you, to hear what you think about the podcast and about the topics discussed here. So it's always fun. It always makes, always makes a good conversation. Plus, I'm always open to feedback. I don't take it badly. I listen and I learn. So yeah, today I'm going to be sharing my thoughts on love that endures. Love's, love that gives chances and chance and chance after chance, as much as is necessary. I'm not, I'm not thinking solely about romantic relationships. In fact, I'm thinking more of non-romantic relationships. So when I think of love, I think of what the Bible defines it as. This is read at almost every Christian wedding in Nigeria. And here it goes. It's from 1 Corinthians in the Bible, chapter 13, verses 4 to 8. It says, love is patient, love is kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Honestly, I feel like this is the best definition of love. Because if you pause for a moment, regardless of your belief, like whether you have faith or not, or whether you, you read the Bible or not, just pause for a minute and give it a chance. I'm going to read it again. And I just want you to think about the words, okay? And tell me if this doesn't, like, just have, like, it doesn't encompass everything we hope for in love and yeah, and should be giving you know, when we think about love. It's good. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Amazing. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so I'm going to be talking about the always perseveres part. As I'm going into this topic, I'm turning very lightly because many women endure abuse and awful treatment because they believe that love should persevere and should endure. I'm not referring to toxic, destructive relationships here. I'm thinking of friendships and relationships that are healthy, mutually beneficial, secure, and with positive attachments. In those kind of relationships, we meet someone who speaks to our heart and connects, and then we just connect and um, on a certain level, right? And we make a decision to commit and invest in these relationships, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, love is a decision we make. So when you've made that commitment and the person is going down a path, you know, and they probably also know is destructive. 
it's hard to navigate that in a loving and delicate way. What I try to do is ask myself, if I was that person in those shoes on that path, what would I want someone to do for me? And I let that guide me. I I have an example of a really good friend who was in a relationship. They had no business being. For years, I watched this person live a life that was far beneath their potential with someone who was not deserving of their love, their dedication, and their loyalty. I expressed to my friend over and over again that they needed to leave this person and just, you know, move on and build a new life and all of that. Sometimes it would cause fights between us, but I knew that abusive and manipulative partners strive to isolate their victims. And so because of that, I refused to let her isolate me. (laughs) We'd fight, I'd give it a rest, but I'd pop back up again like a really bad rash. I just didn't let it go. In fact, very recently, I came across, for some reason, I saved... I saved a conversation between us. This was back in the day when we had BlackBerry Messenger. I think you could email yourself or like save or download conversations. I don't remember exactly how it worked, but I had this conversation from my chat and I can almost imagine my mindset at the time. I was saving that conversation. I, 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 don't, I don't remember now 100%, but I can just knowing who I am. I was saving that conversation for the day when I could be like, we made it. Look at it. Like, can you believe that eventually we're able to look back on this and laugh and and you're not there anymore? And so it was nice. It was nice to be able to look back on that and just think we're so petty. The conversation was so petty. But um, yeah, but it was just basically me saying, I I can't just say, oh, because you're happy. I can't be in your life and act like I don't see that part of you. I like I'm I see you as like you're my friend. I cannot isolate this part and just focus on only the good parts and be your friend who laughs with you, hangs out and does all the fun stuff, but can't speak the hard truths to you. And this takes my mind right back. Just as, you know, just talking about this now, I'm thinking back to uh, the speech I gave at my best friend's wedding. And we were talking, I think, I don't remember exactly every single thing, but I know that the, like, the theme of my speech was the Igbo word for love, which is ifunanya. And what it means really is that, like, I, when you say I love you in Igbo, you're saying, I see you with my eyes. And it's such a, it's like a deeper definition than just, um, it's a deeper word, right, than how we say love. Like love in English, it, it, it could mean so many different things and almost nothing at the same time. Like it has, it's just one word, but in Igbo, it's a phrase that carries such deep meaning. And so, My friend and I have been through, my best friend and I have been through so much over the years that just standing there at her wedding and seeing, just seeing her and all the things she'd, obstacles she'd overcome and just how much she had grown as a person, that was the, that just came to my mind, you know. Anyway, I digress. But um, loving someone is seeing them completely, seeing every side and um, 
And when you see somebody, when you truly see somebody that you love, it's, I feel like the endurance and perseverance part kind of comes naturally. Like we have kids here and there are times when you're trying to teach your kids something and you keep saying it, you're kind of like, you know, preaching at them or talking to them and they're not listening. And you know that that behavior, maybe your, your kids are playing around like dummies and you're like, hey, you're going to fall. You're going to hit your head. They're not listening. They're jumping, jumping, jumping. And you know that in no time, this is going to end in tears. And it does eventually, most times, ends in tears. They start crying. They come to you. And as a parent, you know, you're not going to be like, well, that serves you right. You should, you were like, you know, that I knew that was going to happen to you. And th- there you have it. No, when that happens, we still give them a hug. We still give them cuddles. We still check in, like, are you okay? And this, and then we're glad at the end of the day that it didn't, hopefully, it didn't turn out worse than it could have. Because that's love. That's what love does. It, it, that's a very basic, you know, <laughs> but yes, that's kind of, you know, you get the general idea of what, what I mean. Anyway, so, um, okay, yeah, there, I digress. What was I even saying? I've I've completely forgotten. But anyway, yeah, I was saying, I said, I refuse to let her isolate me. I wouldn't. I kept at it because I believed that one day her eyes would open and she would leave this person. It took over 10 years, but she eventually did. She eventually upped and left and went to rebuild her life again and Every so often, I think back to those times, and I'm I'm really glad that I didn't give up, that I didn't say, well, do whatever makes you happy. Because we know as human beings that we're so fickle sometimes that the things that make us happy are not always the best things for us. And what makes you happy today might not make you happy tomorrow. It's just such a, a flimsy thing to base our behavior, our decisions on like, you know, whatever makes you happy. I'm by no means a perfect friend. So please don't get it twisted. I don't think that that's what I'm trying to say with this. But I try to be the friend that I'd love to have in my life. As human beings, sometimes we lose our way and, uh, you know, we just go off course. But you're truly blessed if you have people in your life who'll set that GPS for you and help you find your way back. Also, there are times when we forget who we are, we like who we're truly who we truly are, who God has created us to be, and you know, we just forget. And then we just we almost like uh how does, we serve our pearls to pigs. And at times like that, it truly is a blessing to find friends who lend us their lenses, the lenses that they see us through the lenses of truth and remind us who we truly are and what we really deserve. And if you're wondering if this, the love in your life or the friends in your life are worth fighting for, I'll suggest you review it as brutally as possible. I can't prescribe because I don't know your friends and this is by no means uh, like a, manual or whatever. It's just a few questions that you can maybe ask yourself. Who am I when I'm around this person? When I face a challenge and I bring it to them, how do I feel afterwards? 
What kind of counsel do they give me? Do they tell me what I need to hear or what I want to hear? When they hurt me, do they apologize and try to make it right? Or do they gaslight me and make excuses and minimize situations? Do they do things with me and for me when it's convenient for them only? I could go on and on and on, but these are just a few questions. And then I feel based on your answers, you should be able to tell the relationship is worth its weight in gold. If you have something good, then, you know, I'm going to say do what you can to fight for it. Because what we all hope for is love that stays regardless of challenges, right? It doesn't give up when things get ugly or messy. I feel like I should add that, you know, it's not a self-righteous kind of love. So it's not like, hmm, well, you know, things are messy for you. You're in a very bad situation right now. But Mom, my life is good. So I'm just going to stay here and watch you and try to pull you back and make it's not that way. For me, it was a very um, actually a humbling thing, because when I saw my friend in that relationship, this is somebody who she and I were like peas in a pod. Right. And most of the decisions like we made a lot of decisions together, like our lives, our path was very similar in a lot of ways. And so it was just one decision that she made that set her on a different path. And when I thought about it, I was like, I could have made that decision too. It's, you know, it's just grace, right? That I didn't do that. And my life took a different turn. But when you think about it, when you, it's very humbling when you realize that that could be you. You could also lose your way. Maybe not in that exact way, but in another way. And if you did, what would you need? And then to be able to look inside yourself and give that to someone else. So, um, yeah, so that was, that's something I think you should just keep at the back of your mind that this is not about uh, self-righteousness or whatever. We're all just one decision away from possibly changing the trajectory of our lives. One decision, whether good or bad, it could go in any direction. But yeah, so um, don't give up on your friend on the people who you love and who matter to you. Hold up that GPS and wait. You won't regret it. And that person that you've you've stayed and waited for and you know you've held the door open, you've left the candle burning, that person will never ever ever forget that. And you know down the line you see them, you see the life that they when they come away from that and rebuild their lives. You see that and you see, and you're just so, it's so heartwarming to see that, you know, that you, you see that you really see that love pays off, you know, it's a reward in of and of itself. And it's just, it's such a beautiful thing. And I really do hope that for those of us who are maybe in a pit right now, who've lost our way, I hope that you find that person who will help you find your way back. And if you're that person who's somebody else's GPS. I hope that you can, you know, just patiently do it, knowing that it may not happen for a very long time, but when it eventually does happen, it's going to be such a beautiful thing and you will be so glad that you waited. You know, it's like that person who tells you that you've got spinach in your teeth just before you go on camera or whatever, going to a meeting, whatever. that's a special friend. Anyway, 
Uh, that brings me to the end of today's episode. I hope it gives you something to think about. And of course, reach out to me. Let's have a chat about this. Again, the email address is kamcj at gmail.com. That's K-A-M-S-I-J-E at gmail.com. You can listen to this podcast on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Cancer J is available and just waiting for you to listen. If you haven't subscribed, please do. And I look forward to chatting again next time. Thank you.